0: And this is Get, Get High That
1: was a little Britney Spears
0: circa nineteen ninety eight for We're getting weirder and weirder every time gets, I say that. I mean
1: yeah, I have to be different every time. I've set a precedent now. People know.
0: Well now I'm doing it too now, so like ugh, this is just you know, what we do now.
1: What's gonna be really great is when we naturally come full circle and we do it the same and we oh do my it God. like normal. Yeah. Like, when we've reached critical mass or whatever and like it just becomes normal again.
0: I heard that Florida's a, a little chilly right now.
1: Yeah. I mean um yeah, so like I don't wanna complain because I live in Florida now. But <laughs> It was cold today, Mel. It was. Oh yeah. It was cold today, uh, and I went to work before the sun came up. Mm. Uh, it was very cold, and then it stayed cold. And uh, the building of the attraction I work at had the air conditioning on. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh,
0: uh, what was the temperature?
1: Uh, you know, outside it was like twenty-eight, maybe thirty. And,
0: and they had the air conditioning on.
1: Yeah. Somebody, that seems unreasonable. Somebody didn't flip that switch. Hmm. Um. But at some point, either I died and became warm again, or <laughs> they turned the heat on. Um. And so things kind of worked out <laughs> better as the day went on. How is it? How is it there?
0: Uh. Well, it's Chicago, so it's just naturally freezing out all the um, time. All Every the time. Day. Every single day. Today it was in the mid 20s, which okay. is fine. Yeah. Uh, if the wind chill didn't suck. Wind but the is wind garbage. chill sucks. So chill it was like closer is to single digits. Fired. Yeah. But that's okay that because is okay. this is Chicago and it's what I expect. So I bundle up very well.
1: Is it cold enough that Oliver has to wear little shoes to go outside?
0: Oh, absolutely. He has little red. Uh, They're kind of of like balloons That slip onto little dog feet So he wears his little booties To protect him from the salt and the cold
1: And he hates them, right?
0: He hates putting them on But once he's outside He's having the time of his goddamn life
1: (laughs) He does love snow
0: He loves the hell out of snow He's shoving his face into it And frolicking And he's just so excited about the world Once he gets out there And it's adorable Sweet boy
1: Let's introduce yes. our guests,
0: yes, let's do. They're from a very cold place as well. Today we have Alex Roberts from the One Shot Podcast Network. Hi, Alex.
2: Hi, hello. yes, it is me, Alex, and I am uh, I live in Ottawa, but it you was do? only yeah, it was only like minus five today, which is actually only. unseasonably warm. Um, but we have had a couple of minus thirty. and that's Celsius
0: um oh that's that that changes it
2: yeah so we've had a couple of minus 30 days but as one of my favorite storytellers Ivan Coyote from the Yukon likes to say you can never say that it's too cold only that you're not dressed right so you know I do have a very good uh coat I do have very good boots I do wear snow pants and I'm not ashamed um you know (laughs) scarf up to my eyeballs and stuff um and I'm very Absolutely. lucky to have those things, so i i yes. I don't know I'm really enjoying the winter. I'm having a good time out here, critch crunching in the snow and kicking it around and stuff like that, yeah,
0: good, yeah, I mean, I don't mind snow, I just don't like cold and we, snow like we only the, combination. Had the
2: one day where it was minus forty, and so in Golly. that situation, as soon as you leave. Like, as soon as you walk outside, your face hurts, um, yeah. because like the air just touching your face like makes it hurt really bad. Um, so that like at that point, I mean, I guess I could have ski goggles, but like it, it's really hard to prepare for that, but yeah, other than that, I, I tend to enjoy winter a little bit sometimes if I can I don't like being cold, but it's like if I can prepare properly and and protect right. my my frail body, then i'm I'm pretty happy.
0: Absolutely. I think the thing that makes winter hard in Chicago is that we're just trying to go from door to door. So when I put a heavy jacket on, if I get on a train, I am immediately sweating to death. Mm -hmm. So that makes it difficult to feel like I've prepared properly to go outside because waiting for the train, I'm freezing cold. As soon as I get on the train, I'm just fine. So it's like How do I find that balance of being warm and cold at the same time? Yeah.
1: I think it really comes down to the fact that um, as human beings, we've evolved to be naked all the time. (laughs) And our environment has not evolved for that.
0: No, it has (laughs) not. You know
1: what I mean? If we had fur, we'd probably (laughs) be fine.
0: It's global warming is trying to help us out a little bit right now, so maybe we'll get there. That we're
2: helping it, you know. That's all. It's
0: that's what sustainable means,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, Alex. uh,
1: Alex, what do you do, Alex?
0: Um.
2: I do a lot of different things. I have to say, uh, I'm a game designer. I'm working on a two-player Jenga-based role-playing game called Tension right now, uh,
0: mm. that is
2: gonna be published very soon, or, or it's, I mean, it's going to Kickstarter very soon with Bully Pulpit Games. Uh, and I, I do some other design stuff here and there for my game and other people's games. I'm also a writer, so I write for games and about them. Uh, and I also host a little podcast on the One Shot Network called Backstory. It's an interview show for um, people who are interested in role-playing, whether that's tabletop or live action. So I have designers on and s- people who are doing scholarly work around role-playing, um, people who are doing community organizing, all kinds of different folks. That's, um, yeah, I'm very proud of that project. So I like to talk about it. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: Rad. What are you hype about?
2: Well, I'm so glad we started this episode by talking about how cold it is because what I have been dying to, like, just hype you guys up about is hot chocolate.
0: Ooh! <gasps> yes!
2: <laughs> Yay! And so as soon as you guys were talking about the misery of being cold, uh, oh I was like, oh okay, gosh. perfect. They will be on board. So I know what you're thinking. Where do you even start with something like that? Because there's just so many angles to talk about it, right? Would it be okay if I started with the history of hot chocolate? <laughs> <gasps> yes! so oh hot gosh. chocolate is um one of those things that has been around for much 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 longer than uh we can really like necessarily track the idea of making like a drink out of chocolate we can trace back to the mayan people aztecs have been drinking it for like you know in in the in the general region of like 3000 years we know it today it's one of those things That, like lots of other things, white people decided to roll up and steal. And so then when it gets to Europe, it starts taking on all of these different forms. Because all of the stuff that uh, traditional, like, drinking chocolate had been made out of uh, were ingredients that were not available. And people started doing things like adding sugar to it and... Trying to adding vanilla to it and adding all of these other things that Europeans have stolen from all of these other different places. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, hot chocolate took on a life of its own. And what's interesting is that if you go to lots of different places in the world, it's prepared like totally differently.
0: Um, mm. So, whether
2: you have like whether you use cocoa as a base or like chocolate that is then melted or whether there are spices involved, or whether there's vanilla involved, whether it's made with, like, milk or cream or water or whatever, Um, even, like, the sort of physical fashion in which it is served is going to be really different. So we know that there's also different ways that people have thought of drinking hot chocolate, and I get really excited about that. But anyway, but I only started doing that research after you guys invited me on, and I was like, I want to talk about hot chocolate because... (laughs) I have been drinking a lot of hot chocolate lately because it's been very cold and also because like I want something nice to drink that's like something that makes you feel good, you know, like chocolate I think makes people happy and not just because it tastes delicious. There's probably some science behind other reasons too Um, and like a sweet thing can be good if you like sweet things. I think hot chocolate is also a site of creativity or it can be. Um, Mm. yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm convinced of this actually, uh, (laughs) because I've totally had hot chocolate. That was like a packet of powder and some hot water. And that was extremely good. And I will like drink that on any day of the week. And I'm comfortable with that. But when I start to think about like all the different ways that you can prepare it, uh, I think that's like really exciting. And I started to realize this because I can't drink, uh, like dairy milk. And so I started looking at like vegan hot chocolate uh, recipes because I was like, well, which like which non-dairy milk is the best for hot chocolate? And there mm-hmm. is no answer to that question because the, it's actually just like which ones can make different kinds of things and which sweeteners. Um, so thanks to the vegans, I started exploring this world of like, how do you make an interesting cup of hot chocolate? What can you do using the medium of hot chocolate? So... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Are you going to use almond or soy or uh, cow or goat or rice or cashew or whatever? I mean, you could probably get really creative and make your own nut milk. Maybe you could make it out of a blend of nuts. I truly don't know, actually. But uh, so you can start with any kind of milk. And then, okay, well, what kind of chocolate are you going to add? Are you going to add like diced up tiny pieces of chocolate? Will that be like white chocolate or dark chocolate or semi-sweet or milk chocolate? Um, and then what's your sweetener going to be? Um, I think a lot of people will go for some sugar. I personally really like maple syrup. I don't mm. see why you couldn't use honey or like brown sugar maybe would have an interesting, like darker, kind of more complex flavor yeah. than white sugar. So like, okay, now now we're on like a whole other like level of, of different variables that we have available to us. And even like quantity of sugar There's some people who maybe they think that they don't like hot chocolate because they don't like things that are super sweet. But here's my thing, like maybe there's a way to make like drinking chocolate that is dark enough and bitter enough that even like a coffee drinker could enjoy it. Um, There's a reason why like Hmm. mocha exists, right? You're making a hot chocolate Hmm. thing that is like mostly coffee. Uh, Yeah. 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 So, So I think that counts as like a cool creative thing to do with hot chocolate. Um, and then, so like, I think in order to make hot chocolate more or less, and this is like not a strict definition, but you just need like, uh, you know, your liquid, which is probably going to be some kind of milk and then your chocolate source, which is probably going to be some kind of chocolate or a cocoa. There are even, there's even different kinds of cocoa. Like I've learned that I like, I don't, I don't like being snobby or endorsing being snobby, but I just, I do think that Dutch processed cocoa is better. I think it's less bitter. <laughs> I think it has
0: more delicious cocoa flavor. I wouldn't call that snobby. I would say that <laughs> they're allowed say, to have preferences. I would
1: say that you're a highly specialized professional. And
2: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. These are the things I get into. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh in light of this these discoveries and this research you did, mm-hmm. um Have you started experimenting? Do you have a favorite cocoa right now? Or are you still in the process of figuring that out?
2: I definitely have a favorite cocoa. There's, there's, uh, shoot, I don't remember the brand name of it. But um, there's like a local health food store where I can get like uh, like health foods in bulk. So they have a Dutch processed cocoa that I really like. Um, So I like that. So that's like my favorite cocoa. Um, and I haven't played around that much with melting chocolate rather than using cocoa, um, but I would like to do that. And I actually have some chocolate chips right now because I made banana muffins earlier this week. So oh, man. I know, so I want to try making some hot chocolate with them. So I'm very excited to start. start Alex, you're like speaking
1: my language. <laughs> banana muffins. <laughs> Homemade gourmet hot cocoa, like this is it.
0: We let we haven't even gotten into the marshmallows that we could put on top of it. Well, I
2: let me let me pull on this thread, Allison. Yeah, yeah. What if we made a banana hot chocolate?
1: Gone there.
2: Is there any reason why we couldn't do that? Is what I don't
1: think so. You know, like I think. That's valid.
2: Yeah, like, how do we get the banana flavor in there? Can I, do I just get, like, some banana extract? Is there, like, is that something you can buy in a store? Is there some other way for me to get banana flavor in there? Oh,
1: what if, I got, I got an idea. What if, what if we make the hot cocoa, right? Mm -hmm. And then we find some gourmet food blog that teaches us how to make flavored whipped cream. (gasps) And then we get that banana in the whipped cream
0: that
1: would be
0: good oh that'd be so good you would have to uh, i i feel like you'd have to like know more about juicing because you could like maybe can Hmm. you juice a banana i know there's such a thing as banana milk i've seen it in stores it exists
2: if there's banana milk what if we just made the hot cocoa out of banana milk
1: banana milk yeah that oh man
0: that would be a good way
1: insane this is a right, whole world. so just
2: the, you see the doors opening, right? Like you're yes. like you're, you're seeing the Matrix right now. Delicious, warm <laughs> yes. beverages. Yes. Oh
1: my goodness!
0: And like strawberry and chocolate is so good. Exactly. So like orange like a strawberry chocolate. milk. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, so well, so, so here's like- the thing, right? So even even after you've established your formula, right? When you found your favorite milk, your favorite chocolate, and your favorite sweetener, and and mm-hmm. quantity of sweetener, and your ratios are all decided you can still get absolutely buck wild with your hot cocoa because yeah. you start adding cinnamon, adding banana extract, adding orange, or a little bit of peppermint. Like just throw some candy cane oh, in there and let it across melt. Oh, the spectrum.
1: Yeah. Like
2: you can just, I, I don't know. There, There are so many flavors that I haven't thought of that at some point, you know, I'm just going to have some leftover whatever, whatever, in my kitchen and I'm going to look at it and be like, oh my God, you know, anything <laughs> could just come to me.
1: That's, I mean, that's
2: intoxicating for me. What you're creative. talking
1: about here is kind of like the smoothie revolution, but for hot chocolate. <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> the smoothie revolution, but without even the like pretense of health. Yeah, although no pretense. <laughs> although I do think None. when you think about it, I think you can make a healthy hot chocolate, right? Oh, like sure. it, it depends on how much sweetener you're using and what kind of sweetener. Well, it's like you were talking about the different
1: kinds of, like, nut milk that are now available readily, that, like, there's so many possibilities for changing out those ingredients so that you have Mm -hmm. something that's tasty as heck, but also, like, fairly good for you. Yeah,
2: and uh, and so that brings up a good point, too, about accessibility. Like, Mm. mm, Like, there's certain people who you know, like can't digest dairy or can't have sugar or can't uh, digest gluten or they don't, you know, they don't eat animal products or whatever it is, Um, you know, they follow like religious dietary restrictions. Mm -hmm. If you get creative with your hot chocolate, no matter what you have going on, there's some kind of way around it. Now I know what you're going to say. Some people can't drink, can't eat chocolate, like they're allergic to cocoa, but like We all know there's no actual cocoa in like white chocolate, right? Can they have mm-hmm. a white chocolate? Maybe. Ooh. Can we just white heat up maple milk? milk? Maybe.
0: Ooh. I, we we
2: can't. I can't. I can't guarantee that we can't.
0: Now, Alex, <laughs> I, you've given me visions. I have. I, I I'm thinking about how there are bars and like gastro pubs that have things like a Bloody Mary bar. So mm-hmm. why can't there be no. a hot chocolate bar? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Why, indeed? I don't see any you reason why this couldn't exist. And then this could we be get, we're, something we're getting into to topics right now, Mel. You realize that that is. Yeah. I know. That's
0: I know. I've step. opened up like a whole other can of worms here. Whipped yeah. cream, chocolate
2: shavings, mini M and M's. You can't. Why not?
1: Marshmallows. So
2: it just, ones. but oh, yeah, Small marshmallows. Ones. I love yeah. hot chocolate and I always forget about marshmallows.
0: Just a whole candy cane to stir it up.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Your candy cane is your swizzle stick. Now we're now you we're talking it. about garnishes. Like mm-hmm. you can make your your um hot chocolate like a thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on the cup that you put it in. And that mm-hmm. cup could just be like a cup that means a lot to you. Or it could be something that is, like, really lovely, you know, and this big glass thing that really, like, shows off the color of the hot chocolate. Um, you, uh, you, you, we could get into the aesthetics of it, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, if you like alcohol, there's oh, a yeah. lot of different kinds of alcohol that you can put in there, right? There's the obvious, like, Kahlua and your Baileys and other. Um, Creme de menthe is, like, such mm-hmm. a no-brainer. Um Honestly, just some whiskey. Again, if you think it's going to be Absolute. too sweet for you, whiskey <laughs> will take some of that and, and balance Coffee it.
0: liqueur is lovely as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. Coffee liqueur. Exactly. Right? Um, mm-hmm. So I think there's Frangelico even and like Amaretto, oh, yeah. like all of those liqueurs would be so nice when you're having, mm-hmm. grown, you know, a hot chocolate for grownups. Did you know that you can just make a uh, hot chocolate with red wine? Like instead
0: of... Your liquid, like your liquid can just be red wine. I've
2: done it. It's very good.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. And I love that idea. And Wait, I might. Do you
1: heat up the wine first and then add the chocolate? How do you do it?
0: Yeah. You
2: just like prepare the hot chocolate as you normally would. Best to use like cocoa rather than the like try to melt chocolate in mm-hmm. it. But yeah, you just put in like, you know, two cups of red wine and, you know, two, two, ta- two to four tablespoons of cocoa and. A little bit of sweetener and stir it up until it's all combined. And then as soon as it's combined, then you pour it out and drink it. Most Mm. of the alcohol like probably cooks off or whatever, but it's very delicious.
0: I mean, Allie, think about it. There's mulled wine at the Chris Kindle Market every year. And that's just hot wine with like a little bit of spice. And now think about mixing that with some hot chocolate.
1: I mean, yeah that's a thing people should absolutely
2: do. Here's another thing that I really like about hot chocolate. The equally I like these two contexts, right? One of them is you uh it's just you and you want to have something like a sweet treat. Um but like obviously you don't want to like bake something or like go and get something or like have something that's going to be really big and filling or whatever or take a ton of effort cuz it's just you. Um but you can have something that is like kind of incredibly decadent and you can just make like a little bit in your like little saucepan um, on, you know, on your stove and it doesn't require that much equipment, right? You're just like dunking, you know, pouring in some stuff and having some relatively everyday ingredients that you would have if you're into baking and, and like off you go. Uh, it really doesn't take that long and you have the satisfaction of like, making something and you've made it for yourself you've been creative you've you've done an act of of creation and it was just (laughs) for you and that feels so like satisfying but at the same time you can you can do up like a huge pot of hot chocolate for all your friends like you can have a bunch of friends over and be like we're making hot chocolate people respond very positively to that
0: right Absolutely. <laughs> and I don't you just, know anyone who doesn't like it.
2: Right? Like who Who? you know, it's a good situation, especially when your friends have come in from the cold. Mm-hmm. Right? And you want to thank yeah. them for coming all this way through the miserable Ottawa weather to your home. <laughs> <laughs> and you, one of the ways to do that is by putting on just like a big old pot of hot chocolate. And then you can apportion it out. And then maybe if people are inclined, they will put a couple shots of whatever into it. And then you're having a wonderful, cozy evening, you know, like we gotta, we gotta support each other through the cold, cold times. And I, I think we can do that around, around a big pot of hot chocolate. Well, so that's there's wonderful. a couple of
1: things about what you just said that I really, really love. One of them is that there's this indication of self-care that comes from hot chocolate. I'm super into that and <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I do it all the time. Yay! Um, yep. Uh, the other thing is that The scene of like cozy friends having trekked through the snow to get to you, and you're gonna have this little party with your saucepan and your garnishes and whatever brings to mind like the fairy tales of Christmas time. But the idea is that like hot chocolate is not a strictly Christmas thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can have hot chocolate parties all the time if you want. Like that's the cool part about that. And then the third thing that I really, really like is that you can add your alcohols if you, if you are so inclined, but it doesn't come with them in it. Mm-hmm. It also doesn't come with coffee in it, but you can add a coffee to it if you want to. And as somebody who neither alcohols nor coffees, hot chocolate is like that immediate option for me at any restaurant or cafe um, that I can do for my little treat. And it just like is guaranteed to be good. Yeah,
2: I think that's lovely. And like people want to say, like, oh, let's get together over coffee. And if you don't drink coffee, then it's like, ugh. But you can always order a hot chocolate. And I have never like sometimes I get coffee and it's it's bad coffee, but I have
0: never mm. ordered a hot chocolate and regretted it.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Never. <laughs> Amen. Now I'm thinking about like what percentage dark chocolate is the best dark chocolate to try to make a hot cocoa with.
2: There's only one way to find out, and that is to iterate and test and rapidly yes. reiterate, right? And Just like <laughs> prototype your hot chocolate.
1: And, Workshop it. Yeah.
2: And, and, and you can be as scientific about it, right? You can record and measure and, you know, ch- only change one variable at a time. Uh, you know, you can do it that way. Or you can, like let you know let the spirit of creativity like work through you and just like just go into the kitchen and just whatever happens to be there happens to be there and just let fate decide you know like you can really go across the gamut for your hot chocolate
1: i love this approach yes
2: (laughs) perfect (laughs) would you like to know my current go-to recipe yeah absolutely it's just me i want to make some i want to make a nice big mug of hot chocolate for myself Um, this is my absolute, like, ideal if I have all the ingredients that I would like recipe, not necessarily what I make the most often. One cup of almond milk, a half Mm. cup of coconut milk, like, you know, the kind that you get in a can? Mm -hmm. Um, Oh,
0: the extra sweet. Yeah. Uh,
2: well, it's just really thick, right? It's the
0: cooking
1: kind. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The the kind you would make, like, a curry with. Um, (laughs) that's how I found it is I had some leftover from a curry. So... One cup nice. almond milk, half cup coconut, mix that up. And then you put like two big old teaspoons tees- uh, of cocoa in there. And then a two tees- or sorry, two tablespoons of maple syrup. Uh, mix that up. And then you put just a little tiny like dabble of vanilla extract in there. And Ooh. then as soon as it is warm and the cocoa is dissolved um pour it into a cup and drink it and you will find that it is like extra maximum creamy um people who don't like coconut don't hesitate uh it's it's really not that coconutty it's very very subtle um but it's nice and chocolatey and I think that the maple syrup gives it a really nice kind of like a uh, little more complexity of sweetness and less like hurty sweetness uh yeah that that's my like perfect cup of hot chocolate right there
0: that sounds very good Gosh, I guess we're gonna have to have a hot chocolate party now.
2: Why not Mm, compile a bunch of ingredients, bring over a bunch of people, and like (laughs) just see what people come up with. People are creative, you know. Bell made and my.
0: My brain is in wedding mode because my first thought was that would be an amazing thing to have at a wedding, like a hot chocolate bar.
1: Yep, That was something we talked about for ours, but we didn't actually end up doing it. Ah,
0: Yes, our venue has a hot chocolate cocktail.
1: (gasps) Yay! That's wonderful.
0: (laughs) Maybe they'll have a a non-dairy version you can check out when you're here visiting.
1: (laughs) You've opened up all these doors now of all the different possibilities that are there and different ingredients and the creativity that really could go into it. And I feel that that's a good lesson for life that there may Mm. be things Mm. in all of our lives that we feel like we take for granted because they're very accessible and easy when in reality we could put in an ounce of our own creativity and make it our own.
2: Yes. Lots of people want to tell you that you are not a creative person or that only certain people are creative or, or that only certain you know mediums uh are are uh, places where you can really people can really be creative but there are opportunities to create all around you and there are opportunities to to exercise that muscle all around you and and yeah and you can make something really wonderful and joyful
0: alex thank you so much for joining us today thank you so much for having me (laughs) absolutely and we we absolutely love the joy you have about hot cocoa (laughs) Um, Alex, where can people reach you if they want to be enthusiastic about hot cocoa with you? Uh,
2: biz No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, .ca. If, that's right. Yeah. .ca. Um, that URL is always much cheaper. Um, you can go to helloalexroberts.com if you want to see like all my kind of stuff that I'm up to, but. I am mostly on Twitter and that is twitter.com slash muscular Pikachu. That's, that's Such definitely a good the best handle. way to find me. So good, <laughs>
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, we hope you got a little bit hype about this or maybe it triggered some interesting ideas for things that you are hype about that you'd like to hype at us. Yeah, please do tweet at us. We're at gethypepod or email us at gethypepod at gmail.com we've got a whole list of people that we'd love to get as guests but we also want to know what you want to hear thanks for listening and stay hype stay hype guys